show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. Today we're going to have Willie P back on and we're going to discuss the missing persons case of Alyssa Turney. Let's get into it. Warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her Care Bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So go to bed. So you're really going to sit there and organize all your bits? Yeah. While you tell me about Alyssa Turney. Hey, quit begin. Stop reading! What <laughs> is wrong with Why you? Why can't I read it? Because you're supposed to act surprised. I do that every Christmas. Well, that's just rude. Oh, look! Socks! (laughs) Did not get you socks. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, you know, just for instance. Oh, look! A fucking t-shirt! Look, a tie! Again! (laughs) This isn't going to make a lot of noise. I don't have to move a bunch of shit around. Okay. All I have to do is keep putting these bits in their spots. Okay. All right, guys. So. Were you really recording now? I was. I was. I've been recording. Oh. Yeah. Are you choosing which spot you wanted? In? I'm trying to. Yeah. It's not really working, man. All right. So we were gonna videotape. Somebody doesn't can't get the camera angle right though. Yeah, because I don't want y'all to see all the junk in the background and then Alright guys, so I took a shot of fireball. He's all fireballed up. Not that fireballed up. Yeah, he's a little lame today. And then <laughs> what you got in the cup over there? This is real whiskey, not fireball. What is it? it it's Maker's Mark whiskey. Oh. Yeah, this it's kinda cheap, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I heard it was like crown kind of. Yeah, it's kind Yeah. For the price, it's, it's it's a really good, you know, cheap man's. It's not really cheap either, though. No, it was like a small thing of it's what, like 22 20 bucks? 20 bucks. I like it. He's got it in his in Murder with Friends m- coffee mug. Yeah, also got it for a birthday. Yeah. Well, actually, got it for me for Christmas. And it just came like a couple days before my birthday. This print sucks. I got me, he got me hoodies and coffee mugs and a mouse pad. Yep, and I got socks for my birthday. I didn't get you socks for your birthday. Somebody got me socks for my birthday. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think your mom got you socks for your birthday. That's probably what I told her to get you, though. So. Probably. All right, you ready for today's topic? What is today's topic? Alyssa Turney. It's the disappearance of Alyssa Turney. I think I might have told you about this. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. Well, her sister 
Sarah has a great podcast all about it. Has all the deets, but I'm going to give you the lowdown. What's the lowdown? Give me the skinny on this one. The skinny? The skinny. (laughs) I've never heard that before. Give me the skinny skinny, and don't jive me, all right? All right. (laughs) I can't give you no skinny because that's, I mean, there's nothing skinny about me, so... It's okay. The video camera's off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Alyssa Turney. She was 17 when she went missing. May 17, 2001. It was the last day of her junior year in high school. Her dad picked her up early. And they, he said that they went to lunch. They had a huge fight. Because Alyssa wanted to talk about the rules for the summer. Hoping she can get a little bit of leniency now that she's going into her senior year. Apparently they had a huge fight about it. He left her at the house around 1 o'clock to go run errands. He said he went to a camera store to pick out a new lens for his camera. And just, you know, random odd stuff. Michael, her dad, was late picking up her sister Sarah from school. She said that he ended up picking her up around 5 or 6 p.m. Of course, you know, she got home from school, what, like, usually about 3.30. Michael told Sarah that Alyssa wasn't answering her phone and gave the phone to Sarah for her to try to track her down. When they got home, they immediately went up to Alyssa's room to see her contents of her backpack all dumped out on the floor. Her cell phone was on her dresser next to a note. The note said, Dad and Sarah, when you dropped me off at school today, I decided I'm really going to California. Sarah, you said you really wanted me gone. Now you have it. Dad. I took $300 from you. That's why I saved my money. Which doesn't make any sense. If you think about it. You saved your money so you could take money from your dad? Yeah, I mean, if you had your own money, you would just took that. Not only does she have her own money, she had $1,800 in her bank account. That's plenty of money. That was untouched. Never got taken out of her bank account. She also left her makeup, hairbrush, house keys, cell phone, and she did apparently take a black pack, black backpack with her. And she did have an aunt that lived in California, so that's where they, you know, expected her to go. Michael Turney called the police and reported her as a runaway. Alyssa was very close to her siblings, her friends, and her steady boyfriend. But she never mentioned runaway plans, and none of them heard from her after she went missing. A Florida man confessed to murdering her in 2006, but his story turned out to be false. He actually said that he picked her up from a van that he was going to steal, and she was in there all drugged out, doped up, and passed out. And he took the van, took her, they were having rough sex, and he accidentally killed her. And actually said that he went and 
chopped her up in little bitty parts, put those parts in bags full of leaves and trash and stuff, and took them to the dump in Joliet, Georgia. Which, I used to live there. I used to go, you had to go to this, it's not called a dump, what's it called? Landfill? No, like a, where country people take their trash. The dumpster? It's like a... Well, I'm trying to call it a landfill, because that's what it is. No, but it's like, the city doesn't come pick up your trash. You take it to the... Dumpster? Sure. I mean, to take it to the dumpsters. It's they come called around. something else. I promise it's called something else. <clears throat> but I used to go to this place. So, like, it, it was weird hearing that. And I was like, huh, I know exactly what he's talking about. In Juliet, Georgia. So, yeah, but turned out to be false. Her dad was a former law enforcement officer. He said he made over 30 trips to California to look. Sounds like he was uh, determined. Um, where, where were they? Where are they at? Oh, I'm sorry. They're in Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. That's a long way to take a body to dump it in Juliet, Georgia. That's... Well, they said they were, you know, just riding around and sure. doing shit, you yeah. know, and ended up in Juliet. In a stolen van. Yeah. yeah. Alyssa's friends all described her as normal, spirited teenager with a rebellious streak. She had experience with marijuana, and sometimes she skipped class, but she was a good student. Her friends said that Michael was a strict parent who regularly searched Alyssa's belongings, monitored her phone conversations, and sat outside the restaurant where she worked. It didn't Above only, and beyond look, strict right there. Didn't only... There's a video I saw. And it's him sitting outside of the Jack in the Box where she worked, recording her. Working. Working. From his car. Yeah, that's... that's... And she came outside and was like, oh, yeah, my manager said that you couldn't do it. Oh, he's an asshole. I guess because she was just used to it. And, you know, other people like me and you were like, oh, that's fucking weird. But... Um, he also said that she had learning disabilities, like she was kind of slow. She wasn't. She had very good grades, and um, he used to constantly called her, called her retarded and a moron. Police also found strange contracts between Michael and Alyssa. Michael used to have her sign contracts stating, like, Okay, I need you to sign this contract stating that you have never been abused. And I need you to sign this contract stating that you will not use marijuana in this household and, like, just crazy shit. He had surveillance cameras set up inside the home and all telephone communications in and out of the home were automatically recorded. He had a camera in her room. Just a camera in the corner with the red light? No, in like a vent. What? Yeah. So she's getting dressed. He's watching her. I mean, she knows it's there. Of course, but. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I, that's what she's. He always said that she couldn't be trusted, that she makes bad decisions, and that's why, you know, she gets treated <clears throat> like that. But her young... Is she a child? I mean, most children make yeah. bad decisions. Most sometimes, yeah. you know, I know I know. did. You know? 
I was never caught, but yeah. And then, like, her sister said that her and Alyssa were treated totally different. Like, Alyssa was, her dad was very strict on her, tormented her, surveillanced her. Every move she made, she had to run it past him. Everything that ever happened with Alyssa, her dad knew. But they had the same same mom and everything. Uh, the same mom. They had the same mom, but uh, their mom died when Alyssa was eight yeah. of cancer. And there's a whole story about that too. Um, there's a conspiracy that he might have killed her. Yeah. I'm jumping ahead in the story, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that wasn't in my story. That's just kind of a tidbit that I learned from Sarah's podcast. So he's not their real father. He is. He is biological. Sarah's biological father. He the is youngest, not Alyssa's yeah, that's biological father. That's what I was getting at. Yes. After Alyssa disappeared, Michael refused to take a polygraph or sit down with the police for an interview. He he chose to con um, communicate with them through fax, email, and telephone. He would not sit down for an interview. I guess because those things could be recorded and yeah, because you can't record a fax or a telephone call or you know right. Well, I think because you could, it's on paper, but. If he sat down in an interrogation room, he could choose. He did that because he could choose yes. what he wanted to say. Yes, on the email and on the facts. Absolutely, and he never gave the police the surveillance tapes for the day Alyssa went missing. He said that he had reviewed eight hours of the footage and saw nothing of interest, so he deleted it. Hmm. But you know what I think is funny? He did that. He did not keep the recording of his daughter's last day but he kept a recording of her making out with a boy in the living room he kept well, everything else probably a dozen other creepy things yeah, yeah he kept everything else oh and he says that a telephone call from california came in a week after but of course the phone the Phone recordings weren't working then. Hmm. I bet you they worked everything up every every day up until then. And after. Oh yeah. That, that one day, you know, just like the the uh, the video type. Yep. And Sarah said after after all that, after she disappeared, like the video surveillance stopped, like the phone recording pretty much stopped. Like, none of that was a fake anymore. Now, several people claim that Alyssa told them that Michael had sexually abused her or tried to abuse her. She had spoken to friends and family members about him gagging her and handcuffing her. Of course, he denies it. The year before her disappearance, Michael himself called CPS to tell them that if Alyssa ever filed a child molestation complaint against him, that she was lying. He said the cameras and recording devices were for security reasons and not so he could observe his children's activities. <clears throat> the guilty dog, I was first. Yep. And 
And then there, you know how I was saying the contracts, there was a contract saying that she had never been sexually abused, that he made her sign. I'm sorry. That's just, that's crazy. That doesn't scream guilty. I don't know what guilty is. So all that was happening in, shit, when, like what year was all that happening? 2001. 2001. Yeah, she disappeared 2001. He videotaped everything. There's a video of Sarah. She might have been like five, sitting there recording Alyssa. And she was sitting there recording. And her dad turns around and was like, Sarah, turn that off. And Alyssa is like, Sarah, dad's a pervert. And they were outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. D- Sarah, dad's a pervert. And Michael just kind of turns around and looks and smiles and grabs the camera. And he's like, oh, you're still recording. Uh, Alyssa's a moron. Ha, ha, ha. Trying to play it off, yeah. Yeah, fucking, st- oh, my God. I can't even. Ugh. So, uh, December 2008, the police issued a search warrant on their house. Well, by 2008, they had moved to the house across the street. And they found a lot of videotapes of Alyssa at her home dating back to the 1980s, but not one from the day she disappeared. They found 19 high-caliber assault rifles, two handmade silencers, a van filled with gasoline cans, and 26 homemade explosives filled with gunpowder and roofing nails. It was the largest stockpile of explosives discovered in the Phoenix area in the Phoenix Police Department history. It it was just uh, gunpowder and nails. Yeah, just, you know, whatever. He said that uh, they were planted by, by the police. But his fingerprints weren't all over him. Oh, sure. I, I'm sure. Screams you to mama right there. Yeah. More than 100 neighbors were temporarily evacuated from their homes as a safe, safety precaution. And Michael was taken into custody on several weapons charges. He was carrying two handguns, a recording device, seven magazines of ammunition, and a knife when he was arrested. He was walking to the mailbox with all that on him. And they arrested him. He knew this was coming at some point. That's just... He had all that shit on him because he was scared. He was was terrified of what was going to happen. It made him feel better about himself to have all that stuff on him. When he knew he wouldn't have the nuts to fucking use it. And when they searched for all that stuff, they found a 98-page document called Diary of a Madman. Martyr. Martyr. In his home. In the document, Michael accused the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers for being behind Alyssa's abduction and murder. He had worked as an electrician in the 1980s and complained about the workplace conditions. And after Alyssa's disappearance, he told the police that he thought the union held a grudge against him and had kidnapped Alyssa in order to punish him. Sounds like a dumbass with an imagination. Yeah. What would you call that? It's a... Um, call what? The the Diary of a Madman Martyr. Oh, uh, I mean, a memoir? Memoir. That's what I'm looking for. Good job, sweetheart. In his memoir, he wrote that he already killed two assassins 
that were responsible for a stepdaughter's death and that Alyssa was buried in the desert center of California. The police thought that they may have stopped him just in time. They found the weapons and explosives on December 11th, and the next meeting at the Union Hall was scheduled for December 15th. He wrote he planned to blow up the Union Hall in revenge and kill himself in the process. In March 2010, Michael pled guilty to possessing 26 unregistered pipe bombs. He was sentenced to the maximum term of 10 years in federal prison. After Michael was released from prison in 2017, Sarah met with him and asked him for answers for Alyssa's disappearance. He told her that he would only provide honest answers on his deathbed or if the state would agree to execute him the next day. Which she has all that on videotape and that is badass. So let's, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. He was obviously doing stuff to the older sister. Yeah. His own daughter, he... No. No? Never. No. She she was actually allowed to do whatever she wanted. Like, she did all of the stuff that Alyssa did and more. And, like, he didn't give a shit. Oh, and because of... She has a podcast. Sarah has a podcast. Her sister... And it's called Voices for Justice. It is an awesome podcast. It's where I got most of my information, honestly. I just really wanted to share it. And because of her podcast and because of the media attention it caused, in August 2020, Michael was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. No further information has been released about it, and it is awaiting trial. It's a waiting trial. Well, I can't wait to see what happens with that. Hopefully they will uh, bury him under the jail. No, I hope they let him live. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I hope they let him live he's, a long... He's like 70 years old now. Yeah? Oh, shit. You folks in the chain ain't no care. No, no matter if he's fucking... 20 or 70, they don't give a shit. Like what? Oh, that shit, old man like to touch on his little, his little girl, you know? Shit, they'll slap his ass around for fucking days and days and days. Yeah. Or worse. I mean, they do worse stuff. There's definitely just, worse stuff in the prison system, so. I, I know, like, this story, like, really, I don't know. I, I heard this story first from Crime Junkie, and then they plugged her podcast and I listen. I binged listen to all of it, and it's so good. She has so many recordings of her and her dad just talking about it and talking about other stuff, and like you get to see like the dynamic. It's really interesting. Like she really believed that her dad didn't do it at first. Like was behind him, helping him do paperwork while he was in prison for sure, sure. The, the weapons and stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, I would like to plug Voices for Justice. That is the podcast produced by Sarah Turney. It gives you all the dirty, dirty details tales of everything that happened it's a lot to the story goes back into the family's background family's history and it's just it's amazing I, i can't say it enough if you haven't by now join the facebook group murder with friends podcast 
Follow me on Instagram at MurderWithFriends. Send me an email, MurderWithFriends at Yahoo.com. And check out my website, www.MurderWithFriendsPodcast.com. I hope you all have a great day. And remember, if you're thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Bye, you guys. Thank you.